I'm Sharon Batters, and this is the Daily Treasure Podcast produced by Mark Inc. Ministries, and we are wrapping up our series called Journey to Easter with the Women of the Resurrection. Today's devotional is called I Want to Know Him, and today's treasure is from Philippians 3, verses 8 through 11. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish, in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection, and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible I may attain the resurrection from the dead. What drives you? What is your ultimate goal? When you come to the end of your life, what will be your identity? Maybe, I achieved my career goals. I built my own business. My marriage was almost perfect. I was a wonderful mother. Everyone knows my grandkids think I'm the best. No bad goals here. But as a Christian, there is one goal that trumps all others. Unless we intentionally review how we are investing our lives, this goal can get lost. In today's treasure, Philippians 3, verses 8 through 11, Paul exclaims his life goal. I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him. My own righteousness means nothing. No legalism here. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection that I may share in his sufferings, becoming like him in death. Friends, Christianity is not about rules. The joy of Christianity is a personal relationship with Jesus that grows deeper and deeper. Jesus prayed this very goal right before the crucifixion in John 17, 3. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Many people know Jesus, but they don't know him. I know lots of people by their reputation, but I've never met them, so I don't really know them. There's nothing personal about our relationship. There are others whom I know, but the relationship is superficial. Many know about Jesus. They know about his birth, life, miracles, crucifixion, and resurrection. But they have not met him personally. They have no intimacy with him. When you meet Jesus personally, you not only know all of these basic truths, you recognize you need forgiveness of sins, and He is the only one who can forgive you. You now know your own righteousness or rules-keeping will not give you eternal life. You know you cannot climb a ladder to heaven. Instead, like Paul, you learn your own righteousness is worthless. Once you meet him and experience salvation, then what? He invites you to cultivate a relationship with him, the same as you cultivate intimacy with anyone you love, or your love will wane. How often does this happen in a marriage? A couple meets and spends every minute possible with one another. Then years after their marriage, they suddenly realize they don't really know the person with whom they are doing life. I love it when I meet a new Christian who cannot get enough of God's Word. She looks forward to Bible study, spending time poring over scriptures, 
experiencing aha moments as she learns more about her Savior's love for her. And then life happens. We get busy, and though our love for Jesus is intact, our passion for him might fade. Paul's passion for Jesus reminds us that the goal of every Christian is to not just know about Jesus, but to intimately know him. As we rejoice in the resurrection power of Easter, is there any better time than today to renew your relationship to Jesus? And oh, Father, sometimes in the mundane moments of life, we forget our passion to know you. Your love overwhelms me when I realize that my negligence of our relationship does not change your love for me. Your invitation to taste and see that the Lord is good still stands. Well, friends, we're wrapping up our fourth week of our journey to Easter. And as I've said previously, we're just reveling in the incredible gifts that God has given to us through the resurrection of Jesus. I really love the way that God transforms our hearts and gives us wisdom and strength beyond ourselves. One of the ways that we like to encourage people to take advantage of that wisdom and uh, to remember the faithfulness of God is through our Help and Hope podcast. And I want to introduce today to you the topic of doing life with your adult children. I know that has caught your attention right away. If you have adult children, uh, whether they are living at home, whether they are married, out of the house. In this conversation with Jim Burns, my husband Chuck talks to him about what it is like to have adult children and how do you, how do you parent them? Do you parent them? Did you know that about 40% of young adults live with their parents or their grandparents? This is the highest percentage in 70 years. The last time that young adults did life in such proximity to their parents or grandparents was just before the depression, and then it was out of financial need. So how do you parent? Do you parent? Do you treat them as boarders over whom you have no responsibility? Uh, how, how do you interact with them when they are involved in things that maybe you're just not too thrilled about, but they're living in your home? What power do you have? Well, in this conversation, Jim talks about how to navigate one of the richest, he says, and most challenging seasons of parenting. He speaks from his own personal and professional experience, and he offers practical answers to questions that parents have about adult children. Jim is the president of Homeward and the executive director of the Homeward Center for Youth and Family at Azusa Pacific University, and he speaks to thousands of people all over the world every year. He has close to 2 million resources in print in 20 languages. So I would say that he probably has something important that we need to hear. So go to helpandhopenow.org and look for that conversation that Chuck had with Jim Burns on doing life with your adult children. I'm Sharon Batters. Thanks so much for joining us. And I look forward to being with you tomorrow.